0: Well, God, thank you so much. It's awesome to be able to worship you wherever we are. You're always with us and you're a God who wants to speak. And so, Lord, as we begin this series, as we listen to your word right now, God, wherever we are, wherever we're meeting, listening online, we pray that you would speak to us. By your Holy Spirit, speak to us. Encourage us, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's great to have you here this morning and also a pre-recorded service for the 6pm as well. So great to have you. Wherever you're tuning in, uh, we are so glad you're with us this morning and so glad that uh, even in these days we can meet together around God's Word. And as we start this series, actually, uh, Whisper, Hearing God's voice, we are reminded that God is always speaking. He is always working and wanting to speak to us. And so, I encourage you to join us in this series. If you haven't signed up for a Connect group, it's not too late. Many of those Connect groups will be going online throughout this series as well. So, we encourage you to join in there as well. Uh, also, uh, just one final announcement: since recording the pre-recorded announcements, Alpha that was to be on at 4:30 uh, today. Sunday uh, we'll go back to be in next week so one week away for that Alpha series to start as well well, many of you will know that this week uh, we as a team went out to Stanthorpe to work with Samaritan's Purse. I think 13 of us went out there uh, really to help and support those impacted by the 2019 bushfires. Many of the homes had tall trees around their homes that had been burnt and were still not cut down and still uh, in precarious and dangerous situations for the homeowners or other trees had fallen down and needed to be cut and cleaned up. And so we joined Samaritan's Purse who were there for two weeks serving this community and we joined there and on our team was our youngest member uh, Audrey Sweetman. Uh, Audrey the daughter of Matt and Emma is only one years old and it reminded me actually of when my children were that age. Uh, as parents particularly when you find or have your first child you can't wait to connect with them and particularly as a guy I found it really interesting my wife was pregnant there was all this excitement about having children but nothing had really changed for me I I guess for Nat she could uh, feel our twins growing and moving in her tummy but for me it just seemed quite distant and then throughout the pregnancy you see the scan it brings a bit more reality particularly when you're having twins there's a bit more reality the circumstance you're in and the excitement grows and then there's all the excitement about the birth and then you have the birth but I must admit there is a sense of disappointment in that you hold this baby and, and there you are and you smile and you talk and But really all all the baby can do is uh, maybe dirty and nappy, maybe make a few noises. But in terms of connecting, I find myself, there I am, looking, saying, well, who are you? Speak to me. Let me speak to you. But there's a limit in terms of the amount that we can connect with this young child. And then the child grows and starts to respond to a few things. And it's actually interesting what happens in parents at this stage. You see this little baby and they're making all sorts of noises, goos and gas, trying to get the attention and uh, to connect with this child. But then the child begins to speak and it's so exciting when the child can begin to speak and you can speak and the child understands and the child can speak back and then you hear those words I love you (laughs) that you can say to that child I love you and the child will say back to you I love you and I mean your heart soars as a parent it's like you've made this milestone of being able to communicate to this child and it changes everything It's like every bit of interaction before that point was like, whether you say hampered or hindered or less than what you ultimately desire. And at the core of any relationship is communication. Uh, Communication is at the centre of our relationships. And it's definitely at the centre of our relationship with God. And if there's not that communication, if we're not hearing from God and speaking to God, it also feels like we're hampered in some way. If it's one-way communication, we're just hearing or speaking to God and not hearing back. We feel hampered. If there's no communication, it's like something is missing from our relationship with God. So as we start this series called Whisper, Hearing the Voice of God, I want to ask you a question. Do you believe that God wants to speak to you? Do you believe that God wants to speak uniquely and personally into your situation and in your life? Now, I recognise this might be a new concept for some people. It might feel even overwhelming or out of your comfort zone. Uh, That might be a confronting question or thought to reflect. Is God speaking to me? Does he speak to me? But that's why I want to invite you to join in and enter into this series because we want to go on this journey of longing and learning to hear the voice of God. Because I believe hearing God's voice is one of the most transformational disciplines in our Christian walk. To learn to listen and obey the voice of God. That is the simplest version of the Christian life, to hear from God and to obey God. And I also want to say at the start of this series, there's nothing more that Satan wants to do than stop us hearing God's voice. It's true. He will uh, lead us to believe that God does not speak, that you cannot hear God's voice. He'll get you to believe that. He will discourage you. He will help us just become more and more busy that we won't have time to stop and listen to God's voice. He will encourage you and I to be more and more independent, seemingly not needing to hear his voice. God will want to limit our, sorry, Satan would love to limit our relationship with God so it is also hindered and hampered just like I mentioned with a little baby. But there is so much more to the relationship we have with God, hearing His voice, responding to Him. I actually think it's, it's one big difference between a religion and a relationship, that you are hearing and responding to the voice of God. That's when our relationship becomes vital, it becomes uh, enjoyable, it becomes full of love and life, our relationship with God, when we begin to hear the voice of God. So as us look at this topic today. I want to look at a passage in John 10 where Jesus is speaking about the good shepherd himself and his sheep. Let's have a look at that in John 10. He says, Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out when he has brought out all his own he goes ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice in a few verses later in verse 10 it says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy but I have come that they may have life and life to the full that's what he wants for us And in verse 27, we get a little bit of a summary. It says, My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Jesus is speaking about this relationship between a shepherd and a sheep, comparing that to the relationship that we can have with him in listening and following his voice. Now let me explain um, a shepherd in the day looking after his sheep because it's quite different from today. And many of you even listening now, you might be shepherds, you might know a whole lot more about farming sheep than I am. We particularly love those that are listening in from rural places. But don't think motorbikes and electric fences and huge flocks when you think of shepherd and a sheep in this context. A shepherd in Jesus' day, let's say, might have had a small flock, 50, 100, might be smaller, of sheep. And he would actually know them by name. As it says here, he would know them by name. And when it became nighttime and the shepherd needed to have a rest, what he would do is bring his sheep to a sheep pen. You might even see a picture there of this sheep pen that only has one gate, one entry, and one exit there from the sheep pen. And there would be a watch keeper or a gatekeeper that would uh, watch over that gate, making sure no one went in or out of that um, gate. And then the shepherd would leave, leave his sheep there and go and rest for the night and come back the next day. But it wasn't just one shepherd that would leave his sheep in the sheep pen. Many shepherds would bring their sheep to the sheep pen. So there might be up to 10 flocks of let's say 100 or whatever number of uh, sheep in this pen being looked after by the watchkeeper or the gatekeeper and then the shepherds would go and rest. But then the next morning when they would come, the gatekeeper would recognise that yes, this is a shepherd of the sheep coming and the shepherd would just call his sheep and the sheep would come because they knew his voice. If he had a hundred sheep, those hundred sheep that knew his voice would leave the pen, go out and follow the shepherd. Those others that didn't know that voice, didn't recognise that voice, they would stay in the sheep pen. That is the picture Jesus is giving here. And he's saying, my sheep know my voice. And so the first thing I want to mention about uh, hearing God's voice, it is... uh, God speaks in relationship. My sheep, he says, those that belong to me, they are the ones that I speak to. You belong to me, you will hear My voice. He invites us to be part of His flock. He invites us to be part of His family. And we see that in Scriptures, that God invites us into this intimate relationship to be part of His family, sons and daughters. He draws us close. Let me read a few passages for us here this morning. He came and preached peace to you who are far away and peace to those who were near. For through Him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. And then it says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. We're drawn into his household, into his relationship with him. And in John 1, 12 to 13, it says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of God into his spiritual family spiritual sons and daughters of God and in that place we have all the benefits of being in his family a sense of belonging a sense of being loved accepted a sense of being safe and secure in his family we are brought near to God and that barrier that has separated us from God of sin has been taken away. As I said, we were in Stanthorpe this week and I had a wonderful conversation with a lady named Rita who loved to talk about spiritual things. And one of the things that Rita said to me as we were helping her on her farm, she said, I like to go directly to the top. If I'm, if I'm doing business, I don't want to speak to someone on the floor. I want to go directly to the manager, directly to someone who has authority. And I said, Rita, do you know what the Bible speaks of? I've got to just tell you this little bit of a story that you can go directly to the top, straight to God, the one who has authority through Jesus. Let me tell you a story. When Jesus died on the cross, I said to her, there there he was dying on the cross. And as he died on the cross, In the temple in Jerusalem was this massive curtain, I said, a curtain that separated humanity from the holy of holy God's presence. And as Jesus died on the cross, that curtain was split. It was torn in two from top to bottom. And it was God communicating, God speaking. God speaking to the world that there doesn't need to be any barrier between He and humanity. Even in our sin, Jesus has dealt with it on the cross. That was what was happening in that moment, that God had made a way that we could have intimate relationship with Him. Our sins were dealt with. We could be children of God, God was shouting that, speaking to the whole world, saying, "You can now go directly to the top, you can now have a, a relationship with God, and that's the relationship of intimacy and hearing God that we can now hear from God and speak to God in a relationship with Jesus. And as we start this series, and we we look at it, it says, uh, in this passage my sheep hear my voice i just want to ask a simple question to each of us here this this morning or tonight if you listen to the evening service do you belong to jesus do you belong in that family of god are you part of his flock have you entered into that relationship with god Now, I don't mean that maybe you just attend church or maybe you even believe in God generally. I want to ask the question, have you made that personal decision to say, Jesus, I accept you? Jesus, I want to receive your forgiveness. I want to receive your love. I want to enter into that relationship, into that family of God. And if you've never done that, I want to encourage you, even this day, this moment, wherever you're watching online, you can do that by just communicating to God. Just saying, Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. I want to enter into that relationship. Enter into that family, the family of God. As we continue to look in this passage, it says, My sheep, there's that sense of belonging. They belong to him. They hear my voice, God's voice, Jesus' voice in their lives. What I want to bring out here is is he will. This is a promise. My sheep will hear my voice. And we can expect it and not doubt. You know, there was a moment at the beginning of my relationship with God that I wondered, "Should should I actually hear God's voice? I felt there was two ways I could go forward in my relationship with God. One where I think I viewed it similar to this. God was out there. God had given me the scriptures and I could read them. God was there. But generally it was up to me just to make good decisions and work hard and just make my way through life. God God wasn't necessarily going to speak to me day by day. He wasn't intimately involved in my life. He wasn't going to speak. I shouldn't expect that. Or I'd seen and heard of others who would hear God's voice. He would guide them. He would give them wisdom. He would move them. Their hearts would be moved as they heard from God. And I remember a distinct decision to say, you know, should I expect to hear God's voice or not? Which way was I going to go? And I believe that even today for each of us, there's a decision to make. Do I believe that God will speak to me and therefore be expectant and faith-filled and seeking to hear and listen to God? Or do we just stand back and just let him be distant from us? Well, I want to say that God is a God who speaks. What father wouldn't want to speak to his children? If God um, raised Jesus from the dead, if he, if he did that, can he not speak to us? Is it not possible for God, the God of all creation, to come and speak to us? If he, if he was willing to die on the cross, would he not be willing to speak to us also? And I want to, I want to say to us today, let's expect to hear from God. And over this four-week series... Let's lean in to hear from God. Let's learn. If it's a new thing to learn to hear the voice of God, lean in, learn, journal, open up the scriptures, even take times of quietness and rest and solitude to hear the voice of God. Because the next point I want to make is the voice of God is transformational. It truly is. It's transformational, it's powerful. When we enter into that relationship with God, we become a child of God. Our sin is taken away and the Holy Spirit of God comes into our life. Something begins to change within us. He begins to speak to us and mould us internally and shape us. Have you experienced that? that when, when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, we begin to think differently. We begin to feel differently. Our desires change. I remember when I became a, a Christian and was hanging out with the same mates, there was this sense that God was leading me or speaking to me. Okay, Andrew, you are now the designated driver when they go out. <laughs> it's just him speaking and leading and beginning to change, give wisdom and change my desires. I remember when I was a teacher and God began to change my heart, I began to see and view the students that I, that I taught differently. begin to begin to care for them more more empathy for them a heart that they might also know the love of jesus that began to change in my life i remember wisdom like making decisions there was a sense that god was showing me or speaking to me or giving me direction as i made decisions in my life at that time was it an audible voice no it wasn't an audible voice but there was an inner knowingness God showing me his way and it was beginning to change me because when God's spirit comes into our life he wants to awaken and everything that was dead in there bring it back to life Everything that was captive in our lives, he wanted to make free. And he did that by speaking and then by changing or me responding to that. And that's the process that we will forever be in this side of eternity. God speaking and wanting to change us internally to bring us to fullness of life. And yes, it happens internally. But God also speaks powerfully externally into our situation and circumstances. The same voice that spoke the world into being is speaking today. The same voice that that stilled the wind and the waves or asked a dead man to rise is still speaking today, personally and intimately to people. Just these last few days, I met a lady called Val Voss. And she lives there in Stanthorpe, and there's a team there helping her and her husband um, on their little property. Just quite close in in Stanthorpe, actually, and very close to the fires. And I began talking to Val, and just heard a little bit of her experience of the fires. And she said to me, you know, in 1974, as a family, we were caught up in the floods in Ipswich. And the floods came through, and it was terrible. It was a tragedy there, like so much um, mess and debris and damage done to not just their property but just those around them and she said you know in that moment I stood there looking at the floodwaters and our home but God spoke to me and said be still and know that I am God be still and know that I am God and she said in that moment there was an inner strength that came with knowing that God knew us knowing that God had us And there was a strength that came that many others around us were crushed and and didn't know how to respond. And it was just awful. But within them, because God had spoken and given them strength, they could move on. And she said, Andrew, when the fires came through in September 16, 2019, and you might even see an image there with a little circle, you can see their house in the middle of that fire. That, that's a picture from the Courier Mail. That's Duggan Vale's ho- um, house there. It's so when the fires came through here, she said, I heard that same voice, be still and know that I am God. What I want to bring out in this 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 picture is Val would have known that God's in control like she knew that that God's big but there was a sense of the Holy Spirit bringing that in that moment speaking into her situation into that circumstance in her own heart that made it personal a personal sense that God had them that God was in control do you see the difference not just knowing something distant but the Holy Spirit coming and interacting with our lives and speaking to us in those moments God wants to speak he is our heavenly father and it's powerful the way he speaks personal the way he speaks and it makes all the difference in those situations and circumstances I want to say let's keep our ears open let's be leaning in to what God might want to say to us he's a God who wants to speak But we also need to be aware that there are competing voices. Do you know when when those uh, shepherds go into that sheep pen, there are multiple voices that might come to call for the sheep. There's multiple voices, but they follow their shepherd's voice. Um, Sometimes we get to watch Netflix at home and, If you watch Netflix, I don't know about you, but I scroll through all these different shows, all the possibilities, I don't know, there's probably hundreds, I don't know, thousands maybe, of options of what I could watch and what I could listen to, allow uh, into my life as I watch Netflix. And I have to make a choice and I watch and watch and read and look and then I make a conscious decision of the one that I want to watch. I press the button and I watch and listen in to that show. Make a conscious choice. Similarly in our life, there are multiple voices that are coming our way. God will be speaking. He's one of those voices. He speaks through His Holy Spirit. He speaks primarily through the scriptures, prompting us, moving in situations and circumstances, opening and closing doors. He speaks through friends. He speaks through creation. God will always be speaking to us. But there are also many, many competing voices. The voices of criticism that people uh, speak words to us. We're left sometimes with our own thoughts that are not (laughs) truth. Lies from the evil one. As I said, he wants to block out God's voice. Condemnation. Maybe words spoken over our lives, our own insecurities, the voices of our culture, of what we need and what we don't need, whatever they might say. Our own fleshly desires, multiple voices, just like on a screen, all the voices coming our way and we make a choice to choose one of them. And similarly, we have to discern what is God's voice what will bring life to us, to know the the shepherd's voice, to know God's voice amongst all the other voices and to lean in and to learn and to listen to his voice, to open his word, to pray, to listen to him. And similarly, as Netflix, if you continue to watch a show, you'll find they'll they'll bring up other shows that are like that show. Because you watch this, we're going to give you this Similarly. As we begin to hear God's voice and continue to say yes to God's voice, press on that button, I want to hear that. Similarly, God's voice will become stronger and stronger in our lives. The more we listen to God's voice, the more it'll be there for us to continue to follow, the clearer we will hear it over time. We need to discern. God's voice and it will lead to life. I was so blessed by hearing Marie Ferris's baptism testimony last week. Let us let me just read some of her story here and the, the life that Jesus told her. She says, His love for me is infinite. He keeps his promises. He listens to me and knows what is right for me when I don't. I regularly have to let go and let God. He supplies my every need. He has set me free by the cross and forgives me and fills me with his spirit in my weakness he has got me and I can walk free filled with his grace he knows me better than I know myself and he cares about every detail of my life I'm blessed I'm not able to look and recognize his blessings in my battles I'm now able to look and recognize his blessings in my battles why why I need these battles to grow my relationship with him Jesus gives me hope he gives me strength he gives me encouragement he's my healer he is my peace, my provider. I am blessed and grateful every day walking with him. What, what an incredible testament. I mean, can you see the life that Jesus has brought into Marie's life? But what I want to do is read a paragraph uh, she read before that. She said this. She said, All my life I have suffered from a lack of self-worth. This has been debilitating. I just thought it was me putting me down but I recently have had my eyes open to the fact that Satan is responsible and now as soon as he tries he gets a loud talking to and he gets kicked out of the door I enjoy this she says what an amazing picture of of the voice of God as we listen to that the life and the love that he brings but also it's a powerful reminder that, that as we live under lies, in this case self-worth, it can become debilitating to us. There are many other voices wanting to, uh, to take our attention for us to live under and to believe and they will lead to bondage and not to life and here Marie has found freedom as truth has come into that situation as she discerned and recognized that is coming from Satan and not from God and I'm not listening to it and she is being led into life and freedom what a powerful story and finally I wanted, the last point I want to make here that the power comes not only from hearing the voice of God but from following the voice Uh, It says there, My sheep hear my voice and follow me. Now sheep don't argue. (laughs) When, when, When the shepherd calls, they just follow. They don't debate, they trust. They trust in the character and the love of their shepherd. He looks after them, he cares for them, he protects them, he feeds them, therefore they will just follow. It's trust and surrender in obedience. And as we hear want to hear God's voice I feel that one of the first places to start is a place of surrender saying God here I am I I need you I need to hear from you I'm dependent upon you I must hear from you I must listen to you I want to follow you and that heart is the first place we start in hearing God's voice just a few weeks ago we were here on this stage actually uh, recording some uh, worship and teaching for teen street and uh, the guys had set us up and I was the only one here from Bridgman working with the team to do these recordings. Um, These guys actually, it's probably a great opportunity for us to thank them. Um, They do an incredible job creating uh, all this technology and enabling us to stream like this and so uh, wherever you are just put your hands together for this team and even write a little comment of thanks and what it's meant to you but we were doing that and the guys had set us up there for Teen Street recording and then we'd had a break and we came back and the whole system had shut down and the guys all just looked at me and said well Andrew um, what do we do now and if you know me I've got no idea what goes on behind here I walk back there and it looks more like a spaceship to me maybe there's a photo there of what it looks like back um, stage but it had all shut down and in that moment there are a few options for me I could have thought well I'm the past, I'm the only one here I better get this sorted out let me at, at the situation let me press some buttons let me try and work it out or I could stop and uh, make a phone call uh, which I did I I rang Ashton who was the architect with the team making this and he knows how it all works I said Ashton you've got to help me out in this situation so we FaceTimed and there I was listening to Ashton I had my video camera showing him all sorts of buttons and situations and what was happening And you you should have seen me. I was there just listening to his every step. He's like, press this button. You mean this button? I mean, move the cursor. You sure next to that red one? Yep, that's the one. Okay, let's do that. And then, okay, what happened there? Then I would listen and I'd move to the next step and the next step. And I was fully leaning into Ash and everything he was saying, I was listening to and following and making sure it was what he was saying. Is this what you mean? And there was a dialogue there. And as we did that, we got the whole system back up and running uh, as I followed his prompt things and leading and the Christian life I believe is a lot like that when we come to God and we say God I desperately need you I mean I can run my life God in this world or you're the you're the architect you're the creator you know it you know everything you know the future you know my past you know everything about me or I can choose to live hearing your voice and following your voice and I can, uh, can be dependent upon you and I can lean in like I was there with Ash and leaning into every single thing he was saying and say, okay, God, is this what you want? Do you want me to go this way? Lord, what is it that you're saying to me in this situation? What is it that you want from me in this circumstance? What's the truth? Is, is this what I'm hearing the truth, God? Or is your, does your word say something differently about me? And we live in this place of dependence and surrender in hearing God's voice. And as we do that, it leads to life it leads to fullness of life I could have had a crack I could have gone my own way it would have just led to trouble in this techno with this technology but there's a sense of being humble surrendering and listening and following uh, Ashton's voice and that's what God calls us to just as I finish I think there's a powerful picture there of the shepherd calling out the sheep and actually, I think it is what God is doing to us, us as a church, us as individuals. There he stands and he calls his sheep. Say, come, come follow me. Come listen to my voice and follow me. And as he calls, you know, you can see a video on YouTube, actually. Um, there's a, as he calls, there's these sheep just come and they follow him. It's powerful, powerful. Uh, powerful imagery as as these sheep ignore other voices and they come to the shepherd they know and that's what God is calling us to you know in this world you will hear many voices there'll be voices of our culture voices on tv programs voices uh, all sorts of voices from from satan in our own thoughts many many voices vying for our attention but God is saying, come, follow me. Listen to my voice. Lean in, hear and respond to my voice. And I want to encourage us over this series. We have this four-week series of Whisper, listening to God's voice, to enter in. Enter in your own quiet time. Get, get, in, um, get the materials and look at them, whether you do that in a group uh, or by yourself. Listen in to hear God's voice. Journal, hear God's voice there as well. But God is calling us. He wants us to know his voice. He wants us to follow his his voice and he will lead us to life and love, fullness of life, that vital relationship he longs to have with us. Would you pray with me? God, I thank you that you are a God who speaks. It's an incredible reality. And Lord, it can be challenging to hear your voice. It's um, not necessarily natural at times to hear your voice. But Lord, we know you are speaking. We know as a church and as individuals, you're a God who wants to speak. You, You want to lead us. You want to guide us. You want to lead us into fullness of life. And so Lord, I want to pray wherever everyone is listening, that Lord, you would help us to hear your voice. And Father, if there are any here today listening and they've never entered into that relationship with you, Lord Jesus right now or maybe you would even pray with me if that's you if you've never entered into that relationship just pray with me simply now Lord Jesus thank you that you love me Lord Jesus thank you that you've forgiven me Lord help me to hear your voice and Lord lead me into new life And if that's you, I encourage you just to click on a button, let us know here at the church so we can encourage you. And Lord, the rest of us, Lord, we continue to pray that you would help us to hear your voice. Take us and lead us into new life, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Just remember that God's voice makes all the difference. When we hear God's voice, just one word is so powerful and day by day we can be hearing his voice. Let's uh, worship together now as we conclude our service here.
1: opportunity we have over this series uh, this church-wide series and just as Pastor Andrew was saying um, it's such an important thing for us to be positioning ourselves in a place where we can be hearing from God and we long for God to do that you know, through our lives and as a church as well as you know just that heart to love God first and then to love our neighbours as well um, and so make sure you keep tuning into this series that we're doing, jumping on board with our Connect Groups. Remember, if you haven't been a part of a Connect Group or you're not, you haven't registered at the moment, don't let that hold you back. Uh, send us an email at or jump on that QR code or that link and that will send you in the right direction um, as well. And, and prayer is significant for us. And so I want to keep saying that again. If you want prayer, if anything, as you've listened through, um that's that 's been prompted by the Holy Spirit and you want prayer we 'd love to be praying for you so make sure you email through prayerbridgeman.org.au if you want a phone call put your phone number in there we'd love to get in contact with you um, as well and throughout this this service or through this series at any point if you realize that God loves you and you 've never realized that or maybe you've you've come to realize for the first time that you can have a relationship with God not based on good works trying to get yourself perfect but you've realized that we can have a relationship with God just as we are God invites us to come as we are because of what his son Jesus did on the cross and the power of his resurrection well I want to invite you you can do that you can even do that right now and asking Jesus say Jesus forgive me I now accept you as my Lord and Savior and I want to say that that is the most significant uh, gift you'll ever receive in your life and so you, you can do that just in your own hearts Right now, you can do that even just mentioning, I think uh, you'll see on the the Facebook or or YouTube links as well. You can say yes to Jesus um, or send us an email if that's something you'd love to do because we would love to journey with you through that as well. Um, Keep joining in for the rest of these series as well. This is obviously going to be the same recording as you'll watch at the 6th, but my prayer is that you'll know the presence of God and church. Keep praying for one another, keep messaging messaging and texting one another and we'll catch you next week. God bless.